0: You are listening to the Prabhu Podcast for July 20th, 2005, sponsored by harikrishna.com. Previously, I spoke um, about... My how I first came to Krishna consciousness, which of course is uh something that uh you know sort of want to get out there uh, as a sort of introductory uh story and uh when devotees come together, they like to share uh certain basic stories about their Krishna consciousness and I'm finding that it's it's a good thing to do, and it's uh, something that I've um, had to do uh, many, many times, of course, throughout my Krishna consciousness, and uh, therefore I would like to put out this, um, the basic kind of introductory stories, although I would like to clarify at this point that I'm not much inclined towards these biography books. And I consider ultimately, you know, the philosophical aspects of Krishna consciousness being a higher level in the stories. But keeping in mind that in the age of Kali, Krishna uh, saw fit to encase or to unfold the the, the absolute truth through through uh, historical uh, treatises, uh, such as the Mahabharata and uh, Ramayana. Of course, the Bhagavad Gita is... Uh, Sort of buried into the Mahabharata, and but that is considered the most the essence, the nugget, the gold part. So, in the same way, you know, Krishna uh, has seemed fit to have our philosophy presented in, the, you know, in amongst the stories of Prabhupada and the devotees. Not that I find actually that many of the biographies incorporate a lot of philosophy but just stories of Prabhupada and uh, I'm I'm seeing that these kind of sentiment, sentimental renditions wherein the storyteller's um, pastimes or his presence in the story is a subtle form of self-glorification and I hope uh, my stories are not considered or not on the same level but they probably are to a certain degree. Anyway, the story I like to tell now is the story of uh, how I became, a, uh, how I uh, took initiation uh, from Sri Prabhupada. and in fact, I, in my case, in uh, 1971, I came initiated by Prabhupada in Detroit, and at that time got both first and second initiation on the same day. At the time, I was serving in Toronto Yatra. And, of course, Toronto is uh, within driving distance of Detroit. And, uh, in fact, when Prabhupada came to different temples uh, within practically 500-mile radius, uh, all devotees would uh, congregate at that spot, whether it be New York Temple or New Vrindavan or in Detroit, which are the main places Prabhupada visited, uh, You know, every devotee would just jump in their vans and pile full of people, and off they went. And uh, the temples would be jammed, uh, you know, from uh, t- from attic to 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 to, to, to basement with devotees. Uh. And of course, uh, this particular uh, situation in Detroit, Bhagwan Das was uh, the uh, temple president. He had a big house and house slash temple, uh, and uh, uh, everyone came from from around, Chicago, New Bern, Detroit, Detroit. Uh, Toronto, Montreal, and um, Prabhupada was scheduled to give initiations, so, uh, of course, uh, my name was on the list, and in those days, uh, you know, there was a lot of pressure to get people initiated, and and also get them second initiation, so that who were qualified to cook and do deity worship, so I'm not saying that I got a second initiation, because, um, I had any great qualifications, just the fact that I you know, they needed more Pajaris and uh, cooks. <coughs> so in the temple during that uh when Prabhupada arrived, we were there days ahead of time to help them prepare for his arrival. In fact I helped uh, clean out uh, an apartment, a uh, house. Actually one of the devotees, the parents had a nice house and they just were on vacation and so it was decided that they were going to use this house for uh, Prabhupada. Now, Prabhupada of course, we just tore the house apart, you know, and cleaned it. You know, like they'd never had it cleaned. This is an upper-class place, and we cleaned everything from top to bottom, kitchen, bathrooms, and all the living rooms, took out the furniture, jammed them into one room. But I don't know. I, I don't know what the parents thought when they came back. I, I don't. I, they managed to get it back the way that it was before, but I doubt it. But anyway, I, the, the time came. Uh, the day came uh, when uh, Prabhupada arrived and then the the initiation was scheduled. Now the temple room happened to be actually fairly small compared to some of the other rooms in the building but everybody of course jammed into the temple room where Prabhupada sat on his Vyasa And uh, in those days Prabhupada actually sat and chanted one round on every Set of beads that were handed out to the new initiates. Which, in this case, there was a lot of initiates, and myself being one. So as it turns out, you know, first of all, people jammed into the temple room, and of course, way more devotees than could comfortably get get in there. You know, and everyone wanted to get a primo spot. So uh, myself being six foot three and lanky and not uh... that dexterous um, when the time came you know when the kirtan was over and everyone uh... dropped to the floor to get a spot that Prabhupada, you know so that they could sit and listen to uh... to Prabhupada and uh, and in this case of course we had to sit and uh, well Prabhupada chanted on all these beats which was quite a few rounds so it was quite a long time but as it turns out, that when I went to sit down, you know, there was people that were a lot faster than me, so I had a little postage stamp of a place to, to actually sit, and uh, having trouble, at the best of times, with my knees and being able to cross my legs and yoga positions and so on and so forth. My my uh, my knees were sticking up around my ears, and uh, and when you hear this japa tape, which I'm sure most uh, people have heard wherein Prabhupada says sit properly. That was because they were recording Prabhupada chanting japa at that time. That was me that he was talking to. So I was sitting right in the dead center of the middle of the room, trying to sit, squirming around, uh, looking like, you know, a sore bomb. And uh you know, directly sort of in front of where Prabhupada was. And you know, he he didn't point, he just looked directly at me and said, uh sit properly. Of course, that was impossible, so the only thing I could really do is stand up and go to the back of the room, and which uh, was what I did. To everyone uh, enjoyed that because they had a little more room <laughs> for themselves to sit. So anyway, I hate to admit it, but I'm the one uh, who is uh, immortalized as a sit-properly personality. This concludes part A of the Prabhu podcast for July 20th, 2005.